Hello, you're listening to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells. Today on the phone, I have Steve Reinhardt. Hi, Noah. How's it going? Good. Glad to be here with you. Really excited about doing this podcast today. Yeah, me too. And then on the other phone, I have Richard Pitts. Hey, Noah. Good to hear your voice. I'm glad to be a part of this. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you for being willing to do it. Sure. Hi, Richard. This is Steve. This is Steve here. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Good. Good to hear your voice again. Man, it's good Hi. hearing your voice. It's been a long Thank time. You, long and, time. Uh, so I was. And Noah had mentioned uh, uh, about doing a podcast with you. It's just so our listeners know. It's the 30th of March, 2020. Uh, in case you're listening to this, uh, and we're right kind of in the middle of this the crazy coronavirus thing here in the U.S., and we're all socially isolated, so we can't see each other face-to-face or do this in person. And, uh, you know, Noah, uh, Richard, uh, Noah told me that you had uh, been diagnosed with cancer here, what, a couple of years ago or something like that? Well, it, 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 it happened, my, well, my first diagnosis was in 2008. And, and with mm. um, with um, prostate cancer, and then I I got diagnosed in 2014 with colon cancer. Oh, and wow. that, that's that's the biggie. Man. And but I yeah. hear that you're you're fighting the same battle, but with a different with 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 a different name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a a, a diagnosis of multiple myeloma here in 2000. 18 uh okay it's uh, yeah but so it's kind of uh uh, so it's it's really great to be able to chat with you and find out you know what the journey's been like for you uh since since like during when you first uh received those diagnoses and then since then and how how your walk with the lord is um maybe changed or or maybe not. I don't know. I'd just like to find out. Love to hear your story. Well, um, it, 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 my story is it probably puts you to sleep, but I, I, I'm always happy to share <laughs> because I, I've always, I've, always, I've learned through experience and in my going on 65 years that that uh, you can't be in anything alone and succeed. You know, I remember when I, yeah. I was going to. I was going to be on top of the world, and and I work at a children's museum. As a matter of fact, my wife and I started a children's museum here in Manhattan. And I and I said, oh man, I'm going to make tons of money, and I'm going to do this and do that. And it, 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 it never works out when you say I. And mm. always, you always have to have a a team. And in life, I I've come to learn. Uh, being humbled, God humbles us, and God keeps us straight and gives us the things we need when we need it, and not always when I want it uh, or when you want it. Mm-hmm. At least that's been my experience. But uh, finding out that when you when I do things with others and connect with others and pray with others, and uh, it is more rewarding and glorifying. And, and I think that's the main thing that's kept me going all these years through these cancer, cancer 
uh, battles, but also in other avenues of my life. And I don't know if you, I'm pretty sure that you can testify to, to that being true for you. Would you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's <clears throat> so true uh, in my relationship with uh, Noah, even um, the, especially the, to be able to uh, go through things together. Um, yeah. The yeah. joyful things like starting a children's museum. Wow, that's so cool you guys did that. Uh, and then the the other things that are not so what we would think of as pleasant, like having a diagnosis of cancer or having your yeah. kids get sick or uh, going through the things that we're all going through now. The, um, to be able fire. to do that, like you said, is um, with as a team or with other people. Yeah. And with yeah. that connection, it, it, for me, it's been a really rich experience. Uh, do you have yeah. any? Do you have any um, things you could tell us about? You know how that's you've connected with people through. Um, sure, I, I, I'm, I, 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 I am very blessed to to be able to share share with you the the. Working at a children's museum, and 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 I do a lot with Black History in Kansas, mm. and do all sorts of tours on the Underground Railroad and stuff like that. So I've the past 25 years, I've gotten to know quite a few people uh, in my community and and in my state, really, uh, uh, because of because of the work I do, and uh, when. I didn't. I, I didn't want publicity when it came to me uh, coming down with cancer, but uh, loved ones and friends, you know, they spread the word, and the outpouring of of sympathy, um, uh, empathy, and, and love have have just washed all over me, and it's, mm. and and really without that. I wouldn't, I can't be as strong as I am today. And I feel as though that, that, that I, I, I'm going to continue to fight this fight and, until I win it. And, mm. and, and, I, and, it's the, and that only comes from the support and, and the wishes and the blessings that I've gotten from family and friends. I, I get a text, I get a phone call almost every day. From somebody saying saying that that they're wishing me well, and you know, and I said, "Wow, I mean, that is really uplifting." It, it, it might, and I've had a couple down times, but when you sometimes when you probably know this to be true too, when you're you're down, God sends you things that lift you up, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, messages and it doesn't have to be long and some of the messages are you know i'm thinking about you or i care about you and and especially messages from kids it just tears me up and and it tears me up in a good way and it gives me the kind of strength that i need to keep fighting this battle because if you're doing chemo like i'm doing chemo i've been doing chemo since 2018 um i it it weakens you and and um it breaks you down to the point mm. where sometimes you can't even get out the bed you just you're just burned and um those little those little 
I love yous and prayers have a way of building you back up and keeping you going. It has that it has, it has been that way for me. I, I first got diagnosed. If you don't mind me sharing this, I, no, go I, ahead. I first got I first got diagnosed with prostate cancer in 2008, and mm. um, and funny thing is, I went to I went to the doctor, my family doctor, and he caught it uh, through a blood test and a, and then an examination. Then I went to a urologist, and uh, some people, you know, not everybody is in it for you to win it. So I went to this one urologist in this town. I go to this guy, and he's talking about Obama and how things are going to be bad because Obama's coming. I, I'm like, I'm in here for my cancer. What are you <laughs> my talking gosh. about Obama and the election that was coming up in 2008? Well, I canceled him out real quick. And I went to my yeah. family doctor. I said, hey, listen, I've been with you for for almost 20 years. What is it what is it that I look like? You send me to this guy who, is, to me, uh, is off track. And he said, oh, that guy, is, he's, he's heavily opinionated. you telling me. And I said, I'm very opinionated, too. But I don't, that's not why I came in to see him. I said, you send me to somebody else. I don't care if I have to go to Mayo. And so he sent me to someone else, another fellow, and I've had him ever since. And he's been mm. just the opposite of that guy. And uh, and so I, he sent me to a, to a uh, radiologist. Well, I guess he was a oncologist, uh, and uh, I got I got a um, uh, he he advised that I either uh, get it removed or radiation. So I took the radiation, and mm-hmm. uh, at the time, man. Uh, um, the radiation wasn't as bad as the chemo now as I look back, but I was complaining about the radiation. And mm. I got through that, and I stayed clean for for until 2014. And then that's when the, the, the biggie came, and that was the colon cancer. And the, uh, and, and, um, of course, when I got hit with the news, I said, this can't be. They, they must have made a mistake. I didn't want to accept it. I went to every doctor between here and Houston, uh, uh-huh. and uh, to, to to make sure that they got it right, because uh, I was sure that they got it wrong, and but they had gotten it right, and so mm-hmm. I started my fight with the colon cancer, in 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 2014, and found out that I had to uh, have a get an operation. And so I got I got I got, I got an operation in 2014. That would have been the fall of 2014. So I have a a a, a um, as a result uh, I have a uh, colostomy uh, bag that I use, mm. and that was that was a bit challenging because you no longer go to the bathroom use your bowels like you normally do, all that changes. I don't know if you know all about that, but everything goes through this bag that's on your stomach. And readjusting to that mentally was, was, was pretty tough, but I got through it. 
And how did I get so through can, it? Can I, can I interrupt? Yeah, I'm wondering how you did adjust. How did you adjust to that? I got I, I adjusted through it. I adjusted to it because that's the that that's I wanted to live. And I still I realized that I God has other things for me to do and has other work for me to do. And mm-hmm. and and there's been probably thousands of people who have gone through this just like me. And if they went through it, why can't I and have a decent life? And Yep. And I prayed about it and 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 got over me thinking that I was I was so special and I I'm just another grain and grain of sand on the beach and uh, and adjusted to it and and start doing the work that I thought God wanted me to do and um, and now at this point in my life is 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 mediocre. Sure, I'd like to have things back the way they were, but it ain't gonna never happen for me. So I have accepted it. God has 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 taken it away as a worry of mine, basically. Mm. Well, that's so, beautiful. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank, thank you, thank you. We 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 all have something to go through, uh, and, mm-hmm. and I I learned that through a long time ago. Really, I just I just had to face it all over again. We all have something to go through. I don't care who we are. I don't care if we're talking about racism or or anything else, any other ism. Uh, somebody has to go through something, and mm-hmm. this just happens to be something that I'm going through right now. And it and and but I'm not by myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm never by myself. First of all, I got a beautiful wife, who was my best friend, who who pushes me and backs me and gives me confidence and strength thank god and and um I, and i got a beautiful family of kids and and grandkids and and uh, uh nieces and nephews and you know uh, hopefully we all have that kind of a support system but yet still i know that some of us don't or and they go elsewhere but the one thing i realized that like I said earlier, God give us what we need when we need it, and that's been true for me, and and I and I thank Him for it, and oh. um, and and and, it, and I hate to I don't want to dominate the conversation, but if you want to say if you want to jump in there uh, and say something fine, I can tell you a little bit later on about about the rest of my journey. Okay. What? Well, can we can we follow up and just ask a couple questions? Because uh, you said some so really many, uh, you made so many important things there, Richard. Um, uh, and and I just uh, I'm just grateful uh, that you shared those shared that with us. And, uh, it's, and and it's kind of shocking to hear that you had prostate cancer and then that that all got cleared up. But then in 2014. Uh, you got diagnosed with colon cancer um, after after thinking you were all clear. Is that right? Absolutely, uh, absolutely. You, you got that right. It, it came through. I, I I didn't mumble jumble. It. You got it. Yeah, and you and you uh, and then uh, you know I had the same experience that you had. Was as like they must have got it. They must have got this wrong. Uh, they you know and. Uh, 
it can't be true. And and you went and saw all the specialists and uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, they got it right. And I had that same experience. It's like, oh my gosh, they're you know. And and my and, and I was thinking uh, when I got a, a diagnosis is a, I've I've heard all these crazy things that these doctors have told no. And this was the thought that was running through my mind uh, was that and they were like completely. Uh, insane. I'm guessing they're these are the same nutty doctors at Noaces and telling me <laughs> that I've got blood cancer. You know, like after yeah. being in the emergency room for ten minutes, it's like these guys are you yeah. know these guys are morons. They can't be they can't be right. It's just impossible. And uh, yeah, they can't be right. And then it turns out oh, they are. And it's uh, it is uh, kind of overwhelming and shocking for me. It was anyway. I'm, yeah. yeah. And. Uh, and that you didn't want to accept it. Um, Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 we had no other choice, do we? We had no other not, choice. Not, but yeah, not really. And I and you know nothing. I, you said that I thought was really uh, cool. I mean, num- number one, I'm thinking uh, maybe some of our listeners and are like me, uh, like they they would say to themselves. Uh, and, you know things like I've said to myself uh, is that uh, well, no, number I'm no, and I'm just thinking out loud here. These are things thoughts that were running through my mind as you were talking. Is um, probably some of the thoughts I've said to myself as well. I couldn't really be happy um, if I had to undergo radiation, uh, mm-hmm. or or I couldn't really be happy uh, living uh, with for six years with a colostomy bag. You know, like how yeah. could I be ha- yeah. How could I do that? How could I be happy living with a colostomy bag? Or yeah. I couldn't be happy yeah. uh, while I'm undergoing chemo. Um, mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. so those were some thoughts. And then uh, and then I I really liked what you said. Um, uh, it's like probably another thought that I have or crazy belief I have is that well I am special. You know yeah. I don't I shouldn't have this. I shouldn't have uh, cancer. I shouldn't have to have a colostomy bag. I, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, but then you, but then you, uh, I liked what you did is that, you know, like, you know, no, what, what makes me, why would I think that? What makes me so special? I'm just right. like everybody else. And, uh, That's right. uh anyway, That's I right. just really appreciate you saying, saying that and, 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 uh, uh, humbled hearing it and how mm-hmm. accepting, you are, and you've accepted it, and I'm sure it's difficult sometimes. And uh, sure. accept, accept your um, to be able to say that you know that you're uh, like the rest of us, and you don't deserve special treatment. In fact, you, know, you can walk sure. with God uh, with a colostomy bag for six years. Is just you know I really admire that and uh, have the attitude and happiness and joy even though you just recently got out of the hospital and you're still uh, telling yeah, us the story uh, so but i'm wondering if noah if noah's had some experiences like this or has other thoughts uh about the about what you've shared well i was just gonna say I, yeah this is saying when you're talking about how just the stuff you're going through and uh the bag that you had and just you just took it day by day i mean um you know i've gone through struggles too and and uh you know not cancer but you know pain in my life or 
Um, you know, and really all I could do was I did the same thing. You just sit there and think, I'm just going to take it day by day, sometimes hour by hour, minute by minute. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you're just, you know, and then for me I just, and probably for you guys too, you're just walking with the Lord. Okay, God, let's just keep going. Let's keep going. And it finally mm-hmm. does get better. And I think that is encouraging that it does. I don't know what it is. Maybe your brain finally just says, yeah, we're good now or yourself or whatever it is. Finally just says, okay, we got this, you know, and then you can just keep moving on. Sure. So it was, yeah, it's encouraging just to hear because like you said, everyone has, a, everyone has something going on with them. Everyone and does. Yeah. And none of us are special. You know, it's not, we're not the only ones. And I think mm-hmm. that's the lie we probably hear in our heads is, oh man, I'm the only person who's going through this. Yeah. yeah and it's just yeah. not true. And, you know, you just take it day by day and it, it finally does, you know, you finally do see the light, but yeah. I, I'm just yeah. encouraged that, uh, what you said there. Thank you. I, I remember, um, being at MD Anderson in Houston and mm-hmm. I was taking, I was getting getting tests tested all sorts of tests run on me for them to prove to me that yes you do have colon cancer but and I sat I was in um, uh, I think I was waiting to get an a, a MRI I believe or a uh, CAT scan I can't remember which but this guy was was sitting next to me and we struck up a conversation and he was a happy-go-lucky guy. I mean, he was just happy. He was younger than me. He told me he had a family and stuff. So we were just passing the time. And then he tells me that, um, yeah, he, uh, he, all his options pretty much have been expended and, um, uh, everything that they they've they've uh, tried has not worked on his his uh, cancer. I don't remember what kind of cancer he had, and so he was there getting uh, a trial treatment. But his attitude was so powerful and so. I, I don't know what the what word could I use to describe his attitude. Was was so empowering to me, to the point that to, to let me see that this is not the end. There's always hope. There's always mm. hope. There's mm. always something there that God gives us a, 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 to hang on to, a, a string, a rope, or. Riding on someone's back, whatever it is, there's always some type of hope. And talking to that guy refreshed me big time to the point when, when I heard the diagnosis, I still had a hard time with it, but it kept me going. Just, mm-hmm. just thinking about that one guy, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and his, his attitude towards his cancer and the joy he had. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget that guy. It was, mm-hmm. it was something special. And God what a great story. Him. God send people our way like that all the time if we only listen and hear. Yeah. And and uh, I think I realize more what he did for me 
afterwards as I thought about it than I did at that particular moment. And um, it was it, it was a it was a it was a good thing to have happen to me because it, it helped to change my attitude as to just being that grain of sand on the beach. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I wanted to share that with you guys. No, that's no, that's really cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, what a great attitude to have. To, uh, and and I think that's um, you know I I sense that attitude in you. That's so great talking with you. That you know after what you've gone through and been through, and um, I mean you can like correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like you've got that same attitude where you're. Uh, happy and you've kind of gone through the gamut of all your treatments i'm not sure if you're on different kinds of treatment now if you're still on uh, chemo but even if you are it sounds sounds like you're happy well i i i still have purpose in life god god has has allowed me to uh uh, find my purpose a long time back and Mm. uh, i remember when i didn't have purpose I was like a leaf in the wind. I was going to all the wrong things, doing all the wrong things, mm. uh, addicted to all the wrong things. My life was, was spinning out of control, should not even be here considering some of the places that I have been in the past that could have taken my life when, it was, when I didn't have a purpose and I was so out of control. Mm. And finding purpose, has 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 given me strength and something to to uh, continue to do today. Yeah. And so could I ask what what did you find? What uh, you found your purpose law a long time back? I'm wondering what uh, you know. How would you describe what that purpose is? Well, sometimes you fight the things that you that you that you think you don't want, and that you that you, that you feel as though that that. Um, um, they, they may not fit you uh, exactly like you, you like like you think you should 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 uh, uh, be doing or or having, but uh, just having a beautiful family, like getting married. I never said I I never said I ever married someone who was white. Mm. Caucasian, mm. Like you too. I said I never knew that. I yeah. grew up in the sixties. And and experienced in my hometown in New Jersey, experienced racism and and uh, um, seeing other people be abused and police brutality and uh, Mm. the whole gamut, basically. And so I had a poison in my mind somewhat about, well, I'll never marry anybody white. And, um, but as you get old, older, as you live life, God has taught me never say never. Every time I've ever said never, God has been in my mind. It wasn't immediately, but it was soon, you know. And you find love, when you find love, ain't no, ain't no saying I ain't going to do it because she's white, because she's beautiful. Or he's or, or he's white, or he's black, or he's Hispanic, or he's Asian, he's Latino. 
it, I mean, it, it, people are just beautiful. And so, yeah. I, you know, you grow. And, and I found my wife, and I, and I now have a beautiful family. And having a beautiful family, I had to figure out, well, what I want to do with my life? I went to, to Kansas State University, and then I said, well, my wife said, we need to start a children's museum. I said, I ain't starting no children's museum. We got five kids. <laughs> I, got, I got a children's museum at home. What am I going to start a children's museum for? Well, she's way smarter than me. She's the queen. And, and I'm so fortunate to have her. And so she took me to a children's museum in, in Wichita, Kansas, and it was fun. But the, but the cap was when she took me to the Denver Children's Museum. Oh, my gosh. And I went in there, and I saw adults jumping into balls. And, and it had, it's a, a pit of balls was just having a great time doing so many other things, skiing outside in the summertime on, on some type of a ski scoop that they created out of plastic. And I fell in love immediately with children's museums. And I said, this is a way in our community, there's no such thing. People don't even know anything about our children's museum. And this is a great way to take and, uh, and um, open up the eyes and the minds of kids as well as some adults into some of the specifics of life with the help mm-hmm. of our community. And children's museums aren't supposed to be able to exist in small towns like the town I live in. There's only 50,000 people in here. Most children's museums are in big cities. But I said, well, if God wants it to work, it'll work. If God doesn't want it to work, it ain't going to work. And so I went into it thinking that we were going to have this big, fancy children's museum like like Denver. And and it just doesn't work like that. You can't compare yourself to other folks. You got to do what you got with what you have. And so... um, after years and years of struggling, I figured, I, we, we realized that partnerships are the way to go. And we start partnering. We have a big university here. We have a big military base here. And we have a community filled with retired people who are looking for things to do. And so connecting with my community, or we, not just me, it's, it's never just me. Is our staff and our board of directors, our wife, connecting with our community uh, gave me purpose uh, in life to make this thing work and to keep it going and to bring things to our kids uh, in the arts, the sciences, and the humanities that other people are, are having in big cities. Why should, we, why should we have it? And to me, it ain't about money and making tons and tons of money money the money you needed to 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 you needed to survive you needed to live you needed to grow but you don't need to have excesses of it and god has mm-hmm. given me everything that i've ever wanted everything i've ever mm-hmm. asked for he's given it to me never exactly on the, the time i wanted it but it has always come i've not wanted it for mm-hmm. anything and so I've always felt that my purpose has been to, to bring this children's museum to life and let it live beyond me when I'm gone. Mm. And to share there's racism in my community as it is in your community in 
communities all over the United States and perhaps all over the world and do what I can to alleviate that. And that's where I, that's in, in that particular uh, uh, point, I try to help people see the present and see how history is a part of the present and some of those legacies and to help them understand that we're all the same. We all just have different roads, you yeah, know? Yeah. And uh, that's how I found my purpose. And that is my purpose, besides continuing to love and grow up my family. That's my main purpose. And I imagine yeah. Are you, you guys have a similar story. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. I, I'm sure I have a different, a different story, but similar uh, purpose, and I probably the outcome. I and uh, I really like uh, you sharing that, and, and that you've um, told us uh, right. Really, your your purpose is to continuing to love, love you, and uh, experience that. Uh, you didn't say your oh, yeah. unity or oneness with the family, but connecting with. Uh, all of your community and uh, yes, yes, and partnering yes. and, and and that's giving you a pr- huge purpose in life and uh, you're tapping into other people uh, their lives and their uh, kind of resources uh, it's, but it's exciting to hear uh, that you're doing what you can to alleviate uh, racism which, well, racism and ignorance and, and other ways, and to and, and to help kids see uh, uh, different things uh, it, that they can be in the arts, the sciences, and the humanities. And partnerships are one of the things that I've used to to keep us going. When I look at about abiding life, it's been around a long time. Why? Look mm-hmm. at all the partnerships abiding life has had. I remember when Steve and you and I have had met. We had met at one of the retreats. Yeah. And I saw people from all over the world, all over the world, come together as brothers because it was a men's yeah. retreat. And yeah. it was a beautiful thing to see and to be a part of. And when you see that, those things, you know, my mom told me a long time ago, there are two types of alarm clocks in this world. One alarm clock gets you up, get to work, go to school, whatever you need to do. The other alarm clock happens when something special happens in your life. And when something special happens in your life, you don't forget it. And I remember seeing all those people from all over the world. And we were, we were, we were sharing and, and, and loving on one another. And I said, well, the alarm clock went off. And I'll mm-hmm. never forget mm-hmm. that. It was a beautiful <laughs> thing. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing. And that's, that's what I so meant true. you. Yeah, yeah. And that was back, you know, that was back in the uh, probably the late eighties, the first early nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was, you know, that was uh, those those retreats, and and we're still doing those. Are still those special alarm clocks where we get to meet people and and oh, find yeah. out we're really not so different. But we're really actually. So the same, and we get to yep. find out we all have the same problems. And you know, like you yep. and I were talking about a little bit before we started the podcast, I, you know, probably we have the same problems with our uh, wives and relationships and our kids, yeah, yeah. and grandkids, oh, yeah. and uh, that <laughs> yeah. I have probably the, the same or more. 
uh, of those kind of <laughs> problems going on than you do. And, uh, and yeah, we can about talk that. about them <laughs> and we can connect and, uh, and recognize that, uh, we are all the same uh, and it's, and I, I really appreciate you sharing that and so excited to hear, uh, that you're still with us and you're fighting, uh, you you haven't, uh, you're still you're still hanging out and, and uh, loving your family and loving your community, and uh, and the and I'm and I'm positive you know hearing what you said that God's given you everything you've ever wanted, but maybe not in exactly the same the way or the time yeah. you were thinking He would, and uh, and you know that's just beautiful. I really appreciate you saying that, and and I imagine yeah. Noah has some of those same kind of. Experiences, or maybe not. I don't know. What do you think, Noah? Noah's pretty dang oh, yeah. smart. He's come to all this <laughs> at a young age. I know. That's Mom great, isn't it? Stuff, years to do it. But you came to all this at a young age, did you, Noah? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I guess. But it's probably because I had all you guys in my life to show me the way. So well. maybe that's the only way. But I'm. St- don't worry. I'm still learning, too, every day. And. And yeah. you know the oh, yeah. thing I really wanted to really wanted to say to you, Richard, was, you know, I, I've known Richard for most of my life. Um, for the listeners out there, he is my uncle. Um, but he, I mean, the best way I can describe him, and this is the perfect way, is he's love. Ever since well. I met him, he he brought me in. He accepted me. Him and I. I remember would always just kind of walk off when we had the f- big family get-togethers, and we'd walk off and yep. just go talk, and and we those did. are the kind of things I'll never forget, you know. And you taught me how to carve into, you know, hiking sticks, oh. and uh, you know, wow. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, and just time. like that, just like just like the uh, uh, alarm that you were talking about, you know, that's you've been the alarm in my life. Ton of well, times. Just, well, just want you, you to know that. Well, thank you. What you think I gave you, you've given me twofold, brother. I kid you not. I mean, the wow. the communications when when you were over in Australia, you, you never for, you never forgot this old guy, you know. Yeah. And yeah. And, and that, that meant a lot to me. We we started a long time ago, and we've I've been blessed to have have had you in my life. Because you have helped me grow too, I appreciate it. Oh, good. Because I'm glad it goes both ways. Because yeah, you've does, helped me brother. so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it definitely goes both ways. Well, no, I'm not sure what our time is. We're probably running about out of time. But I just would like to uh, say the same to both of you guys. Uh, it's great to have uh, men like you in my life, and I'm so thankful uh, to be alive right here at this moment talking with you guys uh, hearing your stories hearing your walk with the lord and uh, your purpose and 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 how the lord's uh, brought us all together and and we're so different in some ways and so alike and almost always Uh, i'm just grateful i'm just so grateful to uh, him and to you guys for uh, being a part of my life right now and walking walking together in this community. Uh, and it's kind of, for me, it's a really exciting time to be alive with, to see how close the world is and that, you know, if we can all get infected by a bug, 
uh, yeah. a microscopic yeah. bug, then it really gives me a lot of hope that we can all get infected by love. And, oh, uh, how about that? How about and that? If, the, if, it, if yeah. we're that close, if we're that intimate, that we have to stay apart from one another to uh, not get infected uh, by yeah. a bug, but then I'm guessing that the love of God is uh, more powerful, and it would be so... Uh, what an opportune time for us to be um, all infected uh, with yeah. love, and I'm, and I, that's what I'm sensing with you, uh, Richard and and Noah, uh, that we get that to have that experience mm-hmm. of actually loving one another and experiencing the love of God. And I loved Noah that you just told Richard um, that he's that old that he's that alarm clock. That's just beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. That was beautifully said, expressed. Thank you for expressing that like that, uh, Steve. Very, very well said. Yeah, well, very well I'm, said. I'm grateful to be with you guys right now. It's just uh, well, moving and thrilling. Well, I don't know how much time we have either. So, uh, how much time do we have? I, I think we're, uh, well, we're usually we're shooting for us about thirty minutes. Yeah, okay. so we're about forty minutes now, so we might as well okay. close this one down. If you guys are good with that, I am. I am. Uh, I, I I I will go with the flow, however way y'all want to do. It. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel being a part of this. Oh man, yeah, with joy. I'm, no, thank I'm you thrilled. for thank you for saying yes. Made my day. Yeah, you and know, you know, made no, my day. Thank you. Yeah, and another cool thing is, you know, God doesn't care about our the color of our skin, you know, and that's, mm. I think that's mm. what's so so amazing with Him, and He just accepts all of us, how dirty we are, what? you know. Are and, you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Well, <laughs> trust me, He do, He does me, so I, I think you guys are good. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you guys for uh, sharing your your guys's lives uh, with um, me and the listeners. Just um, you know, I know it's not easy to share uh, stuff about yourself. So th- just thank you so much, you two. And um, yeah, we'll do another podcast really soon. How's that sound? Great. Hey, Thank you. Thanks you for the opportunity uh, to be be together, Noah, and for putting it all together. This is great. All right. Thank you both. It's been a pleasure. I, yep. I'll remember this for time. Thank you so very much. All right. Thank you, great. Richard. It's great Thanks. being with you. Thanks sending for listening. You all, sending you all, all the listeners, lots of love. Amen. Yes. Amen to that. Amen.